Welcome to another episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast, where we focus on building better businesses. I believe in order to be the best leader that you can be, you must be willing to be the first follower and have a servant mentality when you're in a leadership position. If you want to be the best leader that you possibly can be, be sure to stay tuned and listen to industry leaders and hear how they built winning cultures in their own businesses. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another Tactical Friday, and I am so excited to bring back Mario. You heard from him this past Monday, and he is back to share with us his tactics attached to growth hacking and entrepreneurship. Mario, welcome back to the show, my friend. What's up, man? Good to, good to see you again. Man, I, I'm excited because obviously we talked about how you've overcome obstacles, the way you have objectivity and awareness about your situation. But now's the time. I really want to get granular with entrepreneurship. What are these steps that you've used that you've made millions, you've lost millions, you've made millions again, share with the audience, what are the secrets to your success behind the tactics that you're using? All right. So I, I love this part of the conversation. I love the stuff that you could, you know, someone listening to this can literally apply them right after finishing this episode. It's a quick episode. You got steps you can go through. People should just go there and execute. If they have any questions, as I said earlier, Google my name and ask me will help. But this is my favorite part. So let me kick it off with, let's go with e-com first. I'll give a tip for e-com because I made most of my money with e-com before the agencies and the investments in law firm, crypto and all that. The focus now on e-com is, is two pillars. Number one is focusing on LTV and AOV, lifetime value and average order value. Acquiring a customer has never been more expensive. Google and Facebook ads are getting more and more expensive every, every you know, quarter. Valuing every single interaction with a customer cherishing that interaction, treating them like royalty, and then trying to get continuity from them, lifetime value more than average order value, will give you a massive edge over competitors because now the, the return on that investment, the return on the ad spend has increased. So as you increase ROAS, you can literally annihilate competition because you can outspend them until they're out of the market. So focusing on lifetime value, even more important than average order value, increases the ROAS and um, gives you a massive edge. Number two, number two point in e-com that I would um, stress everyone to look into is the power of free. goes back to the same, to the same point that advertising is more and more expensive. Instead of spending money on ads, give away products for free. It's harder to measure the results but it could end up being cheaper. Neil Patel talks a lot about it, and I've got great respect for Neil. And he talks a lot about giving free products, giving for B2B businesses, give a free tool. You know, for my growth hacking agency, we give free tools to our clients. Why? Even when they sign up and they sign the dotted line, we give them an extra free tool anyway. They're happier. They're more likely to spend more. Their satisfaction's improved. Um, when we want to acquire customers, we send out free products. We have a free plus shipping offer. Sometimes we have a free offer. We even cover shipping. And when then we do the math, look at the metrics. We lost that much in terms of giving away free product, but the conversion rate is at what, 30%? The AOV is at $50. It actually makes sense to give away free products. It's actually cheaper than running Google and Facebook ads. So increasing LTV and AOV and focusing on the power of free would be the focus, would be my focus in e com for this year. Did you have any questions on that one before I got into the B2B and the growth hacking? Yeah. And I was sitting here taking notes and, and it's interesting to me, how do you conceptualize it? Cause you kind of touched on it, but I want to circle back. There's so many people, even my own clients are so scared to give away quote unquote everything 
they're so scared to give away, but they don't realize it's not everything about their knowledge, right? They're scared to give away like this chunk just to get the back end of stuff. When this chunk is like so much, it's going to end up in resale value, right? They're going to be able to go back. How do you, what would you recommend to like get, a, get away from that mindset of like the scarcity mindset of like, I don't want to give away this because it's mine, which you see a lot. How would you get away from that mindset to say, hey, give away that much so you can then continue that, that relationship, that experience you talked about? Yeah, man, it's a tricky one. Like there's no right answer, right or wrong answer. In some cases, it's better to protect some of your content, give it more value. I find it harder because there's so much content out there. You have to convince them. Look at the Gary Vee strategy. He just gives that massive value. He's one of the biggest names in business. Um, you look at others that are more protective of their value. Look at the success they've had. It's usually more limited. There are success stories. Sam Ovens, consultant.com. He does protect a lot of his value. Not to the same level as Gary, Gary Vee gives away a lot more, lot more value. But Sam Ovens still gives away more value, like a lot of value. He does those Q&As, does a lot of those videos and stuff. So, it is a balancing act. I've gone down the path of giving everything for free, not even having a funnel or info product because I see the ROI come in. Once you have people's attention, it is an attention economy. Getting people's attention is so tough. Once you have it, I think monetizing it is much easier than people expect. Well, on Clubhouse, I'd have 10,000 people listening to me a day, seven days a week. Imagine the reach that I had. 10,000 a day, 70,000 people a week. On Clubhouse, I didn't sell anything. We would get clients for the growth hacking agency. We would have businesses that we could buy. We have strategic partnerships. The, up, the doors open up um, and it brings value in ways you wouldn't expect. My personal branding played a role in me getting that position of the CEO of a, of a publicly listed fund, the new challenge that I'm going to be undertaking. My personal branding, branding played a role in that. That's not a course. That's not a, something I could have put into the funnel. When you get people's attention, uh, the value follows. And that's why I'm focusing on just putting out everything for free just to get people's attention. Now, if you have to monetize, you have to do something to monetize it. Be creative. Don't monetize it like everyone else. Don't just do a basic course. You can do a basic course. I'm saying it's wrong. But I always try to be creative. You know how you said when you interviewed me uh, on our last interview, you said unconventional, unconventional marketing tactics. So I'm always looking at doing things. That's what growth hacking, which is what people love to hear about. But it's all about just thinking outside the box. And then if, I wanna, if I'm giving away free product, how can I think outside the box to make money? Well, create a paid mastermind. Well, right now there's BitCloud. I told you the social media platform, BitCloud, which I'm fucking dominating. That platform allows you to monetize your personal brand. Instead of giving a course, have people support you on BitCloud, for example. I love that because so many people fail to see that piece of what you said, like garnering attention, like that third order effect. It's not the attention that you're monetizing, but it's that third order effect of because you have the attention, you're able to then go back and monetize it because of the relationship and the experience of that individual. I, I, I absolutely love that. I, I mean, to me, that's the key, right? You have to focus on that third order effect. Give us some more tips. What else do you have for us? The biggest thing, man, I'd recommend is, um, I'll give you basics. I cover for your weaknesses. Like right now, you can see my camera's frozen. Why? Because I remembered something and I immediately actioned it. If you don't action what's on your brain, I just did it now and my camera froze. I was on my WhatsApp, I remembered something that I messaged to my team. If you don't action something or write it down somewhere, it will go away. Realizing your limitations as a person and your limitations as a human being is important. Humans are not designed to remember a lot of things. But no, our brain is even though bigger than any other mammal on this planet. It's not <laughs> as big as we'd like it to be. 
we're still stupid in so many ways. So realizing those limitations as a human being, one of them is forgetting a lot, allows you to use a project management tool that is, like, if you don't know how to do that, you're missing a pillar of success or building a business. Now, another one is, is delegation. Watch the video, The Art of Delegation. Delegation is an art. I've never realized how difficult it is. For me, it was difficult to delegate properly. For others, it's very difficult to delegate in the first place. If you don't know how to delegate, you will not be able to scale. Either learn it, watch the video, The Art of Delegation, or hire someone that can help delegate your work. Um, now, growth hacking. Growth hacking is something I've been preaching for the past year. You see here, what I do now is I rent villas. Uh, this is a big villa here, two-story villa. So I rent big places whenever I'm traveling to a place, and I invite all my smartest people to come. Okay? All of them, if not most of them, if not all of them, are growth hackers. I started this process about a year ago. My business partner introduced me to growth hacking. I rented a big villa in Turkey at the time, invited some of the best growth hackers there. Now, what is growth hacking? Everyone talks about affiliate marketing, Facebook marketing, influencer marketing. No one talks about growth hacking. Growth hacking is a way to game algorithms to gain an edge. Whether it's sending out thousands of messages a day on different platforms or ranking high. If you Google, go on Google now and write best bachata dancer, I come up in the top three. If you Google best clubhouse moderators, I come up in the top three, uh, the first two results. If you Google, probably by, by soon, but if you Google best big cloud influencers, I'll probably come up on top as well. So growth hacking allows you to see how, and there's a way we do that using Medium and Quora. You got all these geeks that know how to use all these different things, technical things of gaming algorithms to get an edge in business. That's what growth hacking is. So I recommend everyone to learn it. I, I got obsessed in it. I, I built an agency for my businesses first. No, I did it about a year ago. Didn't accept any clients. We did it. We weren't planning to. Like, let's do it for my own companies. Later, we scaled and offering it as a service. And it's been one of the best things I've done in business. It's crazy good. Whether it's, you know, content distribution at scale, ranking high. Let's say we rank Zach as the best, best podcast for entrepreneurship. And you come up in the top three or top five in the result. So that's the stuff we do. Imagine you're able to message thousands of people on, on, on Telegram or on, on Slack or something, promoting your, your um podcast it's fascinating and i think it will gain a lot of traction over the next few years because it just doesn't make sense not to it's hard to find good growth hackers so either learn it or find really good ones whenever we find someone we hire them for our uh, agency so to that point obviously you have the agency is it something that is easy to learn better to learn or is it something like go to y'all, focus on y'all, bring y'all in where y'all already have it, where I personally, my, my success in business is operations. I'm great at operations, right? Growth hacking might not be my space. What would you see as the balance on that? Is it something that's easy enough to go and learn yourself as an entrepreneur? Or is it one of those, bring in a coach, a mentor, somebody like yourself that can help with that aspect so I can focus on my specialty? Yeah. So I'm, I'll answer this objectively. I hate you know, promoting myself for shilling. You know, I did have imposter syndrome as we talked earlier. So I won't say, look, hire our agency. We're the best. It just depends. If someone is willing to learn, and, and it depends on the budget, of course. If someone's willing to learn, just learn it. There's a, if you Google growth hacking bootcamp, there's a great bootcamp. It's a paid one. It's pretty cheap. Um, we have a free course on our website. There's, I'm sure, a lot of free material. Learn it. It's not as com complicated. The basics are not as complicated as you think. About getting a mentor or a coach, I'll tell you a story that answers a question. On Clubhouse, I was in a room when I was still a small fish. Someone asked the question, hey, I don't have a lot of money, but I need a mentor, but I can't afford to pay them. And then one of the coaches said, hey, you can't 
expect someone to help you for free. Everyone's time is worth money. And for a mentor to help you, then you need to pay them. Okay. Then I spoke. I'm like, I agree and disagree. I think, yes, there are great coaches you can pay and you can have them by your side and they're worth every dime. But if you don't have the money, you're not in a position to pay for a coach. It's just too early. And there are people like myself and smarter than myself that are willing to help you free. So there's business owners that don't have a personal brand like me and others. They just have their business, but they know what the hell they're talking about. And they don't mind helping someone for free. They don't mind giving someone some value. Find those people, ask them questions, connect with them, jump in groups. You can find mentorship for free. So someone can't afford a mentor, can't afford my agency or anyone's agency, either learn it or, or get a mentor or the last option is partnerships. Uh, one of my friends called Sohail, Sohail Khan, he's called the strategic partnership experts, uh, expert. And he, that's all he talks about. He talks about the power of strategic partnerships. He used to be in rooms with me on Clubhouse. And there's tremendous value in partnering with the right person that covers your weaknesses. Tremendous value. So I would double down on those, man. I would double down on either learning it, finding a coach, or a strategic partner. Man, I couldn't couldn't say it any better, man. I think that's absolutely awesome. And uh, what's funny is too often we see people that, oh, I can't afford it, so I'm not going to do it. And they don't take the time to learn it. And as an entrepreneur, we kind of have to, right? A lot of times, especially, as you know, bootstrapping, man, you just kind of got to do everything. So. Man, I did, I did my Google. I don't know how to use Google Ads anymore. I don't know how to use Facebook Ads. I haven't used them for years. I did my own damn Google Ads and Facebook. I was the first person in my company to do them because I had no freaking choice. The only thing I didn't do was develop my website. I had someone develop it. And that was because uh, I didn't know how to develop a website. Getting someone else to develop it was one of the biggest mistakes I've made because I didn't understand even the basics. And if they're doing a bad job, I couldn't tell. It's it's funny you say that. Like I literally started the production company and learned how to develop a website myself because of the quality control aspect of I don't want to develop websites personally as an entrepreneur, I'm a business owner. I don't, that's not my specialty, but do I want to learn the aspect enough to know, Hey, he's doing a good job or is he or she doing a job? That's like a huge piece as an entrepreneur trying to build a team. Yeah, man. Like this is the feedback loop. Like when you're delegating, it's part of the other delegation. There needs to be a feedback. Loop. I was really bad at this. There needs to be a feedback loop where you know if someone's doing a good job or not. Otherwise, how do you know when it's too late, when your website is already live like me and, and then it's going to take you forever to move to a new platform? That's where I was at. And then the new platform turned out to be pretty shit as well as Magento instead of Shopify. So another way of doing it other than learning the skill is something that Ray Dalio talks about in his book, Principles, is triangulating. Get three different people. Want to develop a website? Get three different developers. Have one do it, another one review it, et cetera. Have a quality control person. And a better way of doing it is get someone cheap to develop the website to save money but then get someone expensive for limited hours to review it, review the process. And that's your quality control. You pay the extra dollar to make sure it's someone that knows what the hell they're talking about. I love it. And it's all about investing in that piece of it, right? Investing in yourself, man. I love it. I love the growth ha hacking aspect of what we just talked about. Cause I think that's huge, especially in this very saturated market post COVID where everybody's like doing everything right now. So learning how to growth hack, I think is absolutely amazing. Where is the best place for our audience? Again, remind them, where can they go find you? Where can they reach out to you? Where can they find out more information about your agency and everything you're really involved in? Sure. Like if me, if you just want to chat to me or join my communities and, you know, again, I don't sell courses or anything, just help. If you want to join those communities, just Google my name, Mario Norfolk, N-A-W-F-A-L. No one else has that name, at least no one that has any online presence. So if you Google it, it I'm all over it. 
if you see someone dancing, that's me. That's my Instagram because that's my hobby. And now if you want to get into growth hacking, um, our website is We Are Growth Hackers. We have an online free course. Again, if, if you just want to learn it, just go there. And then ask us to join our growth hacking community. And you can connect with others and learn. We have six groups. My business partner, Kirill, has six groups called Growth Hackers Inc. We can add you to them. And you can just learn growth hacking from other growth hackers and, and be part of that community. Um, so there's a lot of value we can give you for free. And then I hope I, I brought some value in this podcast as well. Mario, you crushed it, man. I appreciate it, man. Those tactics are some of the best we've had. The most actionable were, like you said, get off this episode, go apply those immediately. Man, I appreciate the wisdom. I appreciate what you brought the audience. And I appreciate your time, my friend. Look, I want to, Zach, sorry, I want to add one more thing to your audience. While I was on the podcast, man, you know how my camera froze and I said I'm writing a note? I was writing a note. I saw you writing notes. So anyone listening, me and Zach wrote notes. If you didn't, are you way above us? You don't need to. Is your brain beyond a human brain and you're such a great person at remembering? You're going to remember everything uh, like another species because humans can't. Or are you just making a mistake? I said take steps. Zach said the same thing. Go out and execute. If you're not executing, there's your answer on why you haven't achieved success yet. Love it. Mario, you're the man. I appreciate you, my friend. Cool, man. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast. And I hope you got a ton of value out of what we talked about today. I also want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Night Protection Services. If you're a leader in a small to mid-sized business that does five to $10 million a year in revenue and want to improve retention costs, which could actually add up to being twice your employee's salary, all through creating a safer work environment and saving up to 25% in insurance costs, be sure to visit nightprotectionllc.com.